0: okay here we are my first podcast I'm not nervous at all seriously though I am nervous because I haven't sat here with a camera in front of my face in a really long time it's been probably I don't know six seven years since I have done content but over the last uh, couple years I've been doing a lot of training, hours, just working with people on a regular basis. And after I've been doing this for close to 20 years, I realize there's a lot of stuff I want to share. And uh, I just really like learning and talking about what I learned. So I think this is the best format to do it. The gist of the podcast will be... Basically, like I just said, I'm going to be learning stuff and talking about what I learned. So I think each episode I'm going to share a little bit about kind of what I've read or the videos I've watched, the podcasts I've consumed over the last last week, and some of the stuff I've learned in the gym over the last week, some of uh, my clients' progress, case studies, what they've done, some of the stuff that I may have done in my own personal workouts, I also want to share kind of like some industry updates, seminars, workshops coming up, a uh, little Q&A, answer some questions that people might have on some of the stuff that we've talked about in previous episodes or questions that clients may ask me that I thought I had a really smart answer to. Yeah, it's just kind of an update of what's happened in the last week of being a personal trainer. So... Episode one, here we go. So in episode one, we're gonna cover my week-long YouTube binge. We're gonna go over some fixes for crooked shoulders that I went over in the gym this week and had some great success with. And I'm gonna talk about how I lost 40 pounds this year and some of the different things that I've done to do that and kind of quickly go over the different seminars, workshops, certifications that I plan on attending in 2023. In this section of the podcast, I want to talk about some of the stuff I've learned outside the gym over the last week. Within a week, I'll uh, consume quite a bit of content through youtube videos podcasts uh social media reading all the stuff so yeah there's a lot of good information that i'll absorb throughout a week and there's a lot of throwaway stuff so i want to kind of talk about a lot of the good stuff that i might absorb through a week that i could share with you and this week i want to talk about uh, YouTube channel I've been following lately which is Connor Harris his YouTube channel I don't know this guy at all but over the last year? I don't know. Since 2022 started I've been kind of redigging myself into the Postural Restoration Institute and uh, kind of going a little deeper into that than I previously was because there was a period in my life where I was getting deep into PRI and then I kind of like banished it all from my life because it was too deep for fitness in my mind. Yeah, and then over the course of the last few years, since I've banished it from my mind, I realized that it's something I can't banish from my mind because it works. Yeah, I've been getting a little bit deeper into learning more about PRI, and in that journey, I stumbled across Connor Harris. So this guy... When I first started learning PRI, it was straight from Pottsville Restoration Institute. Super physical therapy based, super deep, super acronym based, a lot of concepts that were new, above my head, backwards from what I initially thought about human body, human movement, how it all works. So I started immersing myself in PRI again, looking through content, found Connor Harris, and this guy makes it so much easier for me at least to understand the content. So I've taken the first three PRI courses and that left me with enough knowledge to be deadly. And, uh, you know, I've had some years to absorb that information. And then now, going to this YouTube channel and hearing it from a trainer who uh, has been obviously really, really studying this material and using it on a daily basis with his clients, I've got a much, much better understanding of not only how it all works. And the philosophies behind it and everything, but just like the practical application of how to use this in a gym setting. So that's why I want to talk about Connor today, because I really think that if you're interested in PRI, Postural Restoration Institute, or breathing dysfunction, Changing patterns in people's bodies, rotations, imbalances, and just getting people moving a gait. Uh, yeah, I think it's something that if you're into, you should really check out this guy's channel. And man, it's deep. So the first five videos I would recommend if you're not familiar with PRI or Connor or any of these concepts is number one he's got a video on the left AIC pattern which is the first dysfunctional pattern in the PRI concepts which then can compensate into a PEC which he has a second video on the PEC pattern that left AIC pattern also creates an upper body BC pattern. So he's got a video on the BC pattern, check it out. And then he's also got a video that I recommend on how to get internal rotation, internal hip rotation. So specifically in that video, he's talking about how internal hip rotation is not just internally rotating the femur in the pelvis but how the pelvis internally rotates and the femur internally rotates in the pelvis to get true internal rotation. So this guy's got the whole like skeleton that moves around. He can show you the different positions and how this all works in a much better way than I could ever say it or show it. So if you're into PRI or you're just kind of like scratching the surface on that stuff or wondering more about it, I think this guy's a really good way to dip your toes in and see if it's something for you or if it's something you've been messing with and you have questions uh, going over this guy's videos is just a really really great idea to shore up loose ends fill in gaps and just get practical application on how to use these principles in real life. So check out Connor Harris' YouTube channel. I'll leave a link so you can see all his stuff. In the next section of the podcast, I want to talk about inside the gym and some of the biggest stuff I've learned inside the gym this week. And this week, I want to talk about crooked shoulders. So I've noticed over the last couple months a few clients who have one shoulder specifically the left shoulder higher than the right shoulder and I got some pictures and some and some video of what that looks like if you're watching on YouTube if you're just listening to the podcast I'll try to walk you through this verbally but um, if you are just listening to the podcast, it might be a good idea to check out the YouTube video to see the pictures of these clients and, uh, and kind of see what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, both these clients present with a much lower right shoulder and a higher left shoulder. And this pattern kind of falls into the whole PRI BC left AIC stuff. So I posted some of these pictures on uh, my Facebook and Instagram. I got a lot of people asking me, uh, "How did you do that? How did you get those? How did you get those people's shoulders to go from so crooked to straight in one training session?" So uh, it's really kind of hard to explain without getting deep. But the biggest gist is when those people are have that left or that lower right shoulder, it's not just because the shoulder is lower. It's because that whole right side is kind of crunched down and rotated over onto that side of the pelvis. So basically what I did was I got them in positions to where they were shifting over to the left side and getting onto that left side of their pelvis and on their left hip and off the right. And then I got them in positions where they were pushing that left rib cage down, which is opening up this right side. So what I'm doing is getting them on their left side so they get stability, getting this left side down a little bit, and then getting them to breathe into this right side so when they're over here on this right and they're all crunched down what we basically need to do is get them over to their left open that up and get them to breathe over in this right side again instead of breathing into the left because that inhalation on the left side is just pushing this left side more up this right side more down so when we can Get that right shoulder up. Breathe into that right side of the rib cage more, while keeping that left side down. It opens up the right side, kind of stretches that out. And then also, when we're holding that left side down and we're getting those that, those good breaths and working on breathing in a good neutral position, then we're training those muscles to to keep that rib cage down and hold that posture. So, ah. Uh, I might go into detail or shoot a video on the exact exercises I used and the exact sequence, but it was really six to seven exercises with both these people. And the first one, uh, Mark, I took him through six to seven exercises and boom, he was square. I was actually pretty surprised at the progress that he made that fast. And then with Sherry, the second client that I worked with on this Same thing. I was like, I'm gonna go straight to the one exercise that I thought would help the most, which is basically just like sitting, knees closed, or knees together, crunch down on the left side, pulling a band down, another band in the right arm with that arm up over the head, kind of opening up that side and breathing. So I thought that was the money exercise and I could just get away with that one. So I did that with Sherry and took her before a picture, did the one exercise, took an after picture, not really much of a change at all. So then I took her through the six to seven exercises, the same exercises I took Mark through and then boom, a very large change. So not a hundred percent dead even. Uh, like Mark was but a really really big change and you can see those on the YouTube video if you're listening to the podcast so the biggest takeaway that I got from that was really just how fast someone's posture and positions can change when you really find the right exercises for them so it's not it's not super uncommon to get someone's shoulders level over the course of time. Like with Mark, I took that picture and did those exercises to try to maybe get an inch of movement to show him, like at the end of this eight week block of training, I wanna see how much we can square those shoulders up. And then when I took the picture after the first warm warm-up, I was really shocked on what had happened, how much progress was made, and even more so when he came in to his next session a few days later, shoulders were still square. He'd been doing one exercise that I told him to do to try to keep that, which is the one I just showed you or talked about. Uh, yeah, and he was staying, he was staying like uh, square. And he came in after that next session and he said, I really can't believe how good my neck feels. And I'm like, I can because, man, your your, your, sh- your neck was all crooked and bent and your shoulder was all up in your ear and that had to be extremely uncomfortable. And you have to feel great now that your shoulders are relaxed and you're in a more neutral position. And, man, it was a really rewarding situation to be in with that guy. Like, it's always good to see athletes win trophies and prizes and championships. And it's always good to see people lose 10 20 whatever 100 pounds, but seeing this stuff and seeing it happen so fast and and helping someone who's had a decade of Pain tightness or whatever you want to call it just be relieved within a 30-minute training session is amazing so yeah, my biggest takeaway and what I learned is that a you can really make some changes quick with the right stuff, and B, never underestimate the power of good breathing. All right, this section, actually I'm going to do some Q&A. Normally, what I'll do is answer a question from someone who listened to this podcast or watched this video. But it's the first episode ever, so I don't have any questions, so um, I figured I would just answer a question that I've heard from a lot of clients over the last few months, which was, Steve, how did you lose so much weight? What did you do differently? Because over the last, since February, I've lost 40 pounds, and honestly, it all started with... uh, I had my wife, Sarah, take a picture of my back because I wanted to look at my shoulders and I wanted to look at my scapula to see, you know, how that all was functionally and structurally. And, uh, yeah, she took the picture, handed me my phone. I looked at the picture and I could not believe how fat I was and that I couldn't even see my shoulder blades because there's too much fat. So... Yeah, that's how it all kind of started. I saw that picture and was pretty much disappointed in myself for letting things get that bad. And uh, I looked at that picture quite often since um, since February. And that set me on, that uh, kind of set off a new, Dedication, re-dedication, that and probably, you know, maybe it's a a little bit of a midlife crisis. I turned 40 this year, and uh, I've noticed over the last couple years that I've been telling a lot of stories about what I used to be able to do, and uh, yeah, I'm 40, man, I'm not 70, and I was kind of telling stories like of the good old days of whenever I was fit and whenever I was able and yeah, I don't want I don't want to be telling stories this early in my life. So between that picture and turning 40, I kind of got a little fire under my ass to uh to get back in shape and and that was what inspired me Logistically or X's and O's wise, I want to talk about the three biggest things besides motivation that contributed to me losing 40 pounds. And the first thing is more hypertrophy training. So, two things about hypertrophy training that helped. Number one, I like it, I like it, so I do it more. And I think most of us know the benefits of building muscle and how that can help with fat loss and all that. More muscle on your body, less fat, generally speaking. Um, And then training in that manner going a little bit deeper into sets, going to failure more often, just pushing a little harder and just trying to put some muscle back on my body has definitely contributed to a better metabolism and fat loss, but more so since I enjoy, and I got into fitness, lifting weights trying to get more muscular, bodybuilding, powerlifting. It's like, what got me started in this industry? It's what I really enjoy. And just doing more of that has uh, kept me more consistent. Which brings me to number two. I've exercised more. Not only uh, just the increased amount of hypertrophy training, but I've done... A little bit less intense I was doing more like the three day a week really hard workouts like interval training uh, and instead what I've been doing more is just working out every day or close to every day five, five to seven days a week but just not near as intense so I can just get more volume in and be more consistent on days where I don't feel like going to the gym, instead of taking a full recovery day, a lot of times I'll just do a really light workout, like um, cut my sets in half, cut the weight down by 10, 20, 30%, or just do something like the elliptical and do more um, of the slow, boring cardio and kind of add that that type of aerobic conditioning and training uh, back in makes it easier to stay consistent and get more volume in because not every workout that I go in I'm gonna go really hard I know I'm gonna go at a level that I want to and feel like that day I'll probably have one or two really hard workouts within a week and the rest are just more to to uh, say I did and to just get Movement in, uh, I do a lot of variety of stuff like uh, Taekwondo, kickboxing, uh, just straight slow cardio at the gym, lifting weights, functional training, but uh, whatever I got to do to just get into the gym more often. Number three, I eat less healthy food. Sounds weird. You eat less healthy food? It's not that I ate less food that was healthy. It's just that I ate an overall less of a volume of healthy food. So you hear a lot of people say this. I eat healthy food, I just eat too much of it. And that is exactly what I did. I I ate fruits and vegetables and good stuff and blah, 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 all, all the whatever is healthy. I ate it. And I ate lots of it. And really, all I've done is I just continue to eat pretty much the same stuff I've always eaten. I just don't eat quite as much of it. So generally speaking, I've cut my calories down by about three to 500 calories per day <laughs> over the course of nine months. So in general, nothing too crazy, I lifted a little bit deeper into the sets, created a little bit more muscular damage, a little more time under tension on some workouts, worked out more, ate less, and had a goal. Nothing new. This section of the podcast is dedicated to current events and just some updates of things going on in the fitness industry and things going on in my world. So, this weekend is going to be a good one because we're me and Sarah are going to the Joel Jamison's complete conditioning certification workshop. So, That is a workshop for people who have passed his Complete Conditioning Coach Certification. And this year is going to be at the UFC Performance Institute, which is totally cool because I've always wanted to go there and check it out. And we get to go. So heading to Vegas for the workshop, which is a two-day workshop, which he's going to have some presenters and talk about Different concepts in conditioning for athletes, um, some of the material that they cover in the course, updates on that. And it uh, should be a super good time, should learn a lot of good stuff and get to spend some time in Vegas and get to spend some time in the UFCPI. So, definitely looking forward to this weekend's education. And I'm sure I'll we'll have some good nuggets to take away from that for next week's episode of the podcast also want to talk about different uh stuff that i plan on going to in 2023 so next year i know for a fact that we're going to be going to at least one of the perform better summits i'm super disappointed i didn't go to perform better summit this year it didn't work out because business life yada 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 however I definitely plan on going to one of the Perform Better Summits this year because I can't imagine. It's been since before the pandemic, since I've been to one, and I love the Perform Better Summit. It's a fantastic weekend of learning and networking and talking to like-minded individuals and potentially some cocktails, even though I don't really drink that much anymore. I'll probably still have a cocktail at the Perform Better Summit. Just because it's tradition. Anyway, plan on going to at least this Chicago. I mean, we. I, I'm in St. Louis. Chicago is not that far away. Definitely going to go to the Chicago Summit this year. Unless some crazy thing happens to be on that weekend. If that's the case, I'll go to the one in Orlando or Rhode Island. If that's what they have. And, uh, yeah. I'll let you know more about it. Because anybody who is listening or watching, I would definitely love talk with you in person at the perform better summit Uh, next I plan on going to the Robertson's training system complete coach certification Uh, Mike Robertson has been a major major influence in my career and education who I am as a trainer just so much man this guy has been a major influence in my fitness career and he has a certification and I've never taken it. So, I feel like I owe it to my man, bro Robertson, to take his certification. He has an online version and they and then they do an in-person one, I don't know, a couple times a year maybe. I'm not exactly sure, but um I want to go to the next in-person certification that he has so wherever that may be on whatever date it is and i hear that i don't know if i i hear there might be one in february somewhere i don't know if i should say because that's his business but wherever it is whatever month it is whatever date it is on i'll be there and i'll let you know more about that whenever the time comes uh Next thing is, I've, I, I've taken the initial three PRI courses. Uh, Myokin, Respiration, and Pellis. And now that I've been getting more into that again, I realize that there's some more of those secondary courses I want to take. Impingement and Instability is one, and then they have one on the the neck and the head. And how the pattern influences that. I know I definitely want to take those two courses this year just because I've been getting so much into that. And yeah, I want to ask a couple of people if maybe that's something I could just like. They have online courses and they have in person courses. The online courses would be great because I don't have to go anywhere and pay for all of everything. However, like pri is kind of deep and there's a lot of hands-on and i'm not really sure that i'm going to be able to get what i want to get out of it with an online course and i might just want to do in person so i'm going to ask some people that have done both and just kind of try to get some feedback and see if those are courses i would be able to take online or if it would just be a waste of my time money and weekend and i wouldn't really soak it up but yeah i definitely plan on taking at least one of those two secondary courses either impingement instability or the what's it called cervical revolution so one of those two that's the biggest ones that i know for sure that we're going to go to in 2023 also going on in our life uh, I know some people are going to ask me about smart group training because it's been some years since I've done anything with that or me and Jared have done anything with that. If you know me from smart group training or you know what smart group training is, um, I'll just quickly say that I'm putting all of the products that we've done together into one place As one product for an affordable cost just to make sure that that information is still accessible to people and uh, yeah anybody that's bought one of our courses in the past I'm gonna make sure you get really taken care of on the price of this product bundle so I'm putting it together it's almost done Um, I'll let you know more about that as it progresses and last but not least Our guy, Evan Elder, got a fight this week. He got the call. He's going to get his second fight in the UFC, which we're super pumped about. Um, He just got signed to the UFC several months ago. He got called up on short notice. He knew about three days ahead of the fight that he was going to be fighting. He's a 155er. He had to fight up a weight class at 170. To kind of get his shot into the UFC. So, that didn't work out well. He lost that fight. However, he got a three-fight contract by taking that short-notice fight. And this next fight is going to be at his weight class, which is 155. He's going to have some time to uh, prepare for this fight. And not just be, whoa, I'm in the UFC. So, uh, hopefully we have some better results from this fight. And uh, and, uh, Evan gets the win. So... Uh, my wife, Sarah, has been working with Evan for many years um, since he's been a kid, kind of various times in his life. And we do online strength and conditioning with him right now when he's in Florida. And we spend as much time with him as we can whenever he's back in St. Louis. And we are definitely uh, big Evan Elder fans and hope. To see him come out on top in his next fight in the UFC in February. So congrats to Evan for making it to the UFC. And we can't wait to see your next fight. That's all I got for you today. Thank you for sticking with me for my first episode of the personal... What is this called? This Week in Personal Training Podcast. Uh... I really appreciate it. This is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. I just haven't... Yeah. just haven't had uh, the balls to do it. So I'm glad I'm getting this out. I feel really good about it. I know it's going to get better as we go. I know there'll be uh, some better editing. I know I'll get more comfortable. And uh, next week we're going to have some conversation about the complete conditioning certification, whatever, the Joel Jameson certification. There's too many CCC certifications in this episode. So the Joel Jamison certification workshop, I'll have some good info about what we learned there, what we did there, and some more cool stuff that happened in the gym and anything else that I've learned and feel like talking about next week. So hopefully I will get to talk to you then. See ya.